Welcome to Global Truth Center. my dear. She's fantastic. Barbara Shane. <laughs> oh, so I'm a paper and a paper and pen kind of a girl. Uh, I write songs on a paper with pen. Um, and I have my talk on a paper with pen. Um, but that's okay. It is what it is. I accept myself now. Isn't that I've come a long way. I bought the iPad. I don't use the iPad. <laughs> I can't figure out the iPad, basically. No, not true. <laughs> Audrey, we're simpatico. Okay. So I want to do a little catch up first for those of you who know me and have known me. As Eric said, you know, I used to be here all the time. And um, I kind of left the nest. I went uh, flying out on my own. You know, Dr. James is such a powerful man, a powerful speaker, a powerful teacher. I knew that at some point I was just going to be Vanna White, pointing to, the <laughs> pointing to the saying of the day. And I knew that I had to move forward and go some other places, and I, and I did. It's like, oh, the places you'll go. So the quick catch up, uh, yes, I am a minister, practitioner, I sing, I speak at different centers. I'm a staff minister at Ventura CSL. So I'm there once a month. Um, and I've been doing a lot of singing and writing. And so, um, yeah, I've, I'm, you'll hear my voice on a couple of uh, TV shows. You'll, see, you'll hear me on Netflix and Hulu. And I uh, sang in a film uh, last year. So, um, yeah, so life is good. I'm manifesting all this kind of great stuff. Um, so that's good. Um, my spiritually speaking column, I do every now and then. Ellen Contente, Dr. Ellen, also writes for that paper. Um, it's kind of like a Dear Abby with God questions. It's kind of interesting. Um, sometimes they're not God questions, but it's all fun. Anyway, it's good. Um, Family-wise, my kids are grown up mostly. My boys are, you know, in their 20s. My daughter is the last one left at home. She just turned 17. She's starting her senior year of high school. <laughs> I'm going to be learning to drive. So it's exciting. Um, but I see the light at the end of the tunnel, so to speak, as far as traveling around and stuff. Um, my dog passed away. He was 14. Uh, he had a good life. So life changes, you know? It just keeps morphing and changing. And I have to just keep going with the flow, or not. Um, we went on a big vacation to Europe this summer. We were gone for like three and a half weeks which is the longest I've ever been on vacation, ever. It was amazing. And um, that's another call for a show I'm supposed to sing on. No. <laughs> I'm ready to receive. Okay. So we went on this vacation. We went to um, Barcelona. And you know, you know how that whole lisp thing started with the Castilian language? Because the king, right, the king at the time had a lisp. So he's like, everyone must have a lisp too. So. Apparently, they all started speaking with a lisp. Anyway, they do. It's, it's, it's fascinating. So uh, we're in Barcelona, we were in France and Ireland. And, you know, 
The language thing is challenging sometimes, you know, je parle français un petit peu, but it wasn't quite enough. <laughs> it was kind of dodgy, dodgy French, and um, a little bit of Spanish, hablo espanol, muy poquito y muy mal. So we got by, you know, but the thing, there was one thing that just shocked me, like I was not prepared for it. So, you know, and I take it for granted here in this country, we went over there and everywhere I went, there were no toilet seat covers. <laughs> like, what is the deal with that? Uh, I was like, oh, what am I supposed to do <laughs> I, I, It was the oddest thing. So that's, if that's the biggest difference we have, you know, among us as a world, I think we're going to be okay. Uh, you know, you just put some other stuff on there. It's, it's good. My top title, Mirror, Mirror, <laughs> I knew I'd have to leave a pause for the, <laughs> I, um, I got the title from really an ancient text, um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The ancient, the ancient Disney text. Um, <laughs> um, reflection, as I alluded to earlier, can be a thing or, or an action. So for me, uh, I really wanted to just touch on both aspects of it because um, not only are we the mirror reflecting back to each other constantly, but in order to really run our lives consciously, we have to do some reflecting, like Audrey was talking about. Maybe on our whole life, maybe just on today, but we find ourselves having to reflect and check in. Where am I at? Where am I at? It reminds me of this little story. Um, originally, it was a Buddhist monk story, but I'm going to turn it into a Science of Mind minister story. So there was a Science of Mind minister, and she was wandering around Ireland and wandering around the hills and just adoring the beauty. And then she saw this sort of castle in the distance, which you, you do see them there. Um, she walks over, and there's a guard at the gate. And the guard looks down at her and he says, who are you? What are you doing here? And the minister says, well, do they pay you to stand there and ask that question every day, like all the time? Yes, they do. Okay, can I pay you to come to my house and ask me that question every day? Because I really want to know who I am and what I'm doing here. That's basically, you know, the idea. What are we doing here? Who are we? When we say remember who we are, what does that mean to some of us? What do you mean, who am I? I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I have a job. I... No, that's not what we're talking about. Deeper than that. Ernest Holmes says on page 320 of the Science of Mind textbook, which is hefty, I didn't bring it this time, because it's a little, it's, it's a hefty book, but it's great. Ernest says the law which is the power of creation, basically. The law is a law of reflection. For life is a mirror reflecting to us as conditions the images of our thinking. Life is a mirror reflecting to us as the conditions the images of what we're thinking about. So like Eric was saying, what we focus on expands. We're giving it power to grow. 
We have that power. We have that creative force. Every one of us does. Whether we use it or not, to a specific end, that's the other thing. But we are always creating something. Sometimes stuff we don't really want to be creating, but we do. And then we have to reflect and figure out, what in the world am I doing here? Who am I? And what am I doing here? So when we reflect, we're thinking about going deeper. I want to take us a little deeper right now. You know, on the surface, we show up, we're dressed nicely, we say hello to our friends. Inside, there may be some stuff going on. How many of us are really angry right now? Angry about stuff that's happening. Angry at a family member. Angry at ourselves. How many of us are sad right now? Grieving. And we can't see it from the outside. So you're sitting next to somebody who is experiencing something that may be really, really painful right now. Sad, angry, grieving. What else do we try to stuff to the surface under the cover of, it's all good. You know, I had to get to a place where I'm tired of saying that it's all good when it's not feeling good. And it's not healthy to stuff that stuff down and pretend that it's all good when it's not. That's not what we're here to do. That's not what religious science is all about. Fake it till you make it. Pretend it's all good. We're here to discover and uncover and heal. That's what we're here to do. Because who we are is so amazing and so undefinable. We can't even define who we really are. It's beyond our conception. What is God? What is the universe? It's just bigger and more amazing than anything. And we touch on it and we feel it when we go to places like Asilomar, when we're sitting holding someone's hand as they're passing away. And it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Accept it, acknowledge it, feel it. And then reach for a thought that feels a little bit better. And a practitioner or somebody can also help you to reach for a thought that feels a little bit better. We don't want to build a tent there. We don't want to camp out there. But we want to acknowledge where we are at all times. Right? You with me? Yes. Yeah. So 13th century mystic Rumi said, as you live deeper in the heart, the mirror gets clearer and clearer. So what clouds our mirror? Not living deep enough in the heart, that's what Rumi is saying. But seriously, in life today, what clouds my mirror is judgment, not discernment, judgment, ego, being worried about what other people think, and not worrying enough about the fact that I don't need to worry about what other people think. <laughs> Terry Cole Whitaker, what you think of me is none of my business. That clouds my mirror. 
And then I can't see myself. I can't see you in me. I can't see me at all. So uncloud the mirror by going deeper into the heart. And that's what I meant by taking us a little deeper just for that moment because we really need to connect with love, which is the power of the universe. When we forget that, we get caught up in all this other stuff, then we can't see each other as ourselves. So going deeper is important, and that has to do with reflection. You know, that's the kind of reflection we're talking about when we talk about contemplation, spiritual practice, daily meditation, whatever it is, walking around in nature, whatever works for you. But connect, connect in to your deeper heart. Clear that mirror. Ernest says again, life is a mirror and will reflect back to the thinker what he thinks into it. The more spiritual the thought, the higher the manifestation. So again, it's about giving our power where we want to grow, right? Would you want more abundance? Think about that. Think, don't think about wanting it. Think about feeling it. I am abundant. I have everything I need. I don't want or need anything that I don't already have waiting to just bubble up and explode out into the world. Like the acorn. All the, th the acorn needs to be a tree is already there. Each of us already has the seed of what we want to be and need to be already there. So put our focus where we need to focus and in the mirror, I know you've been talking about that all month, looking in the mirror and saying, I love you just as you are, talking to yourself. How many people stand naked in front of the mirror and say, I love you just the way you are? Okay, I knew you would. <laughs> and I want to be here when I grow up. Okay. Um, you know, how hard is that? I mean, seriously, for me, that's hard. It's been hard to do. I always need to be better, thinner, taller, blonder. <laughs> I don't think that's possible, but you know. <laughs> so we are all broadcast stations. We are units of electromagnetic energy. This is where the science of mind comes in, okay? It's called the science of mind because we don't just think things and think, oh, that's woo-woo, and there's nothing to back it up. This is proven stuff. So we have an electromagnetic field, each of us. They've now proven that thoughts are things. Thoughts are measurable things. They are actual things. So we know that when we broadcast out from our little station, it's like Sirius XM. I got it finally in my car, like the free trial. I was like, there's so many channels. I don't even know how do I, what do I pick? But you know, I get to pick. What am I in the mood for? Am I in the mood for a comedy channel? Am I in the mood for classical music? I'm never in the mood for opera for some reason. But, um, <laughs> but if I was, it's there. Um, so what channel are you broadcasting out and what channel are you tuning into? What channel, are you tuning into the anxiety channel? I'm sure there is one. <laughs> are you tuning into the 
lack and limitation channel. You know, how to be broke in 30 days, you know. <laughs> what are you tuning into? Because the world is your oyster. You can tune into anything you want. How about tuning into the joy channel, right? How about tuning into the peace channel? So you get to decide what you tune into, who you surround yourself with, what you read, what you listen to. Does it match your vibration? Are you waking up in the morning looking at the bad news first thing? And then your whole day is just like, okay, I shouldn't have tuned into that channel. You know, even though we know we can start our day over at any moment, center ourselves, know a bigger truth, still, what are we putting in and what are we sending out? So I just say, you know, I want to broadcast Music. I want to broadcast the music of my soul, whatever it is, however it comes out. That's, that's part of what I want to do. I want to broadcast love, and I want to broadcast understanding. Sometimes I'm not successful, and I tune to the wrong <laughs> channel, and I broadcast, as I said before, judgment. That's kind of a big deal with me, judgment, because I like things to be just so. And if it's not just so, oh, it's bad, you know? So... I've worked really, really hard, and, and I'm still working on, of course, progress, not perfection, working on that idea that, you know, it's okay just the way it is. And if I need to make a change, I can make a change. I can start my day over. Pay attention to what is going in and what you're sending out, you know? So, how ready are you to believe that all is part of you and you are part of all? Everything. Forgive everything. It's like Dracula, forgive everything. <laughs> I don't know why I went there, but it just came out that way. Um, <laughs> I think it's the new stage. I'm thrown off a bit. Um, <laughs> how willing are we to actually take responsibility for the fact that the group consciousness, the whole consciousness of everybody is where it is right now. How many are happy with where it is right now? How many are happy with children being shot in school? How many are happy and it's all good and I don't need to do anything about that? You know, that's not what we're here for. We are healers, we are life changers, we are world changers. We are consciousness changers and it all starts here. So I don't aspire to be someone who kills people. I don't aspire to be that. I don't hang out with people who do that. But I also know that they are a part of me. They're a part of every one of us here. You know, Dr. James talks about the fact that we experience love and God, if you will, to the extent that we experience it, to the extent that we embrace it and absorb it. So. When we see stuff that's bothersome, obviously the love is there, but maybe it's at a smaller level than what we would like to see it. So what do we do? We look in the mirror and we change what we can. And that's our own consciousness and what we focus on. And what we focus on is love and life and the big picture truth that all of us are one. That's what we focus on. And when we see stuff, as Ernest Holmes says, that shows up as conditions that say, no, no, you're not. No, that guy's bad, and you're good, 
and this shouldn't happen, and this should happen, and it's not related to each other at all. We know the bigger truth, we step back. And it's uncomfortable to know, for me, that part of me is capable of killing. Somebody in my human family is capable of that. Doesn't mean there's no God there. It means they're not embracing or absorbing or hooking into that God that is there as much as they could. So thoughts and prayers, I see a lot on the internet, oh, thoughts and prayers do nothing. Stop with your thoughts and prayers, take some action. And you know, part of that is true. Part of it's true, but thoughts are things. As I said earlier, so it really is a thing to pray the way we pray, which is knowing the truth and affirming the truth in the face of horror, in the face of tragedy. We are a lighthouse in the night. Each of us has a responsibility to live this life and shine that light. So, in closing, I want you to just uncross, unclench, take a deep breath, and I'm going to leave you with some words from Ernest Holmes, the founder of this philosophy. And I want you to reach inside your heart right now and think of something or someone that you love. Feel that glow of indescribable beauty and love, whatever it is. Ernest says, this great love, which I now feel for the world, is the love of God and is felt by all and comes back to me from all. I understand all people, and this understanding is reflected to me from all. I give friendship, therefore I have friends. I help, therefore I'm helped. I uplift, therefore I'm uplifted. I am now surrounded by all love, all friendship, all companionship, all health, all happiness, all success. I am one with life. I wait in the silence while the great spirit bears this message to the whole world. Namaste. Thank you. Hi, this is Dr. James Mellon, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast of my Sunday message and ask you for your support. Your tax-deductible donation to Global Truth Center ensures that we can continue to provide you with this form of inspiration each week. To make a contribution now, please visit our website at globaltruthcenter.org. Again, thanks for listening. Namaste.